Okay. It's it's. I'm doing it. Cool. Okay. Do you have a cold open? Are you just gonna go? I think. I think you should. What day is it? Well, hold on. First, we do. Okay, you're listening to Lane. All right, all right. The Lexington Actionable Marxist Experience. That's good. Okay. It's the um, 18th of December. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2022. Yeah. Um, Aaron. And I'm January. And it's the news podcast. Oh, wait, you do that. What do I. Is there something else? No, you just say what it is. Okay, but don't. Isn't there something we we say between it? Now I'm Aaron. I'm January. This is a news podcast. Hmm. That's the thing. That's the, how we do the show. So this podcast covers news in the Lexington area and then some. Um, and uh, I'm gonna pretend um, like nothing's happened, um, except. Uh, no, I'm not going to say anything about it. Folks, um, the election happened. We all remember the election of 20 of, of November. And honestly, it happened, it happened so long ago. Why are we talking about it? It happened, you know, just yesterday where we're getting the results back to you. Um, uh, the only reason I'm even bringing it up, which we'll talk about the election at some point, is that... I don't know if you all have been following the family court judge, um, Carl Devine's loss, epic loss against um, Tiffany Yar. Is Carl um, Devine related to Divine Karama? Now, Aaron, how would that work? Well, Carl Devine. Okay. Divine Karama. Okay. Divine. What? Divine. Now, are you implying that Divine Karama is all his last name or what? Well, they just have the same name. But they don't. Yeah, they, but they have both, both in both of their names is divine. But that's not okay. Do you think? Okay. Um, sure, man. Totally. Um, folks, the the family courts. You've never put this much on it. Um, I don't know if you all remember the um, Barry Saturday primary coverage, but um, the judge that won the short stick to have to deal with that trial in election law was Judge Thomas Travis. And like clockwork, Judge Thomas Travis has returned um, to adjudicate the recount proceedings um, uh, arounding this. Um, what did this... What Tiffany Yar won this election by like... I want to say like a hundred and something votes, but I don't immediately have it marked... Yes, 127 votes. And um, Carl Devine, who um, put a lot, obviously, into this election, I guess, I don't know, um, does not want to lose. So he's been asking for a recount, right? And he and his lawyers guessed that a recount might be anywhere from, cost him anywhere from 10000 to 15000 because in this world, if you want a recount on your election, you have to pay for it. Or if you want like your third recount, first two's free or something like this. First two's on the taxpayers. Yeah. Um, which I can't tell if that's a good or bad thing. Um, but I don't know. That also might be true. I just imagine that like some that like, the, cause like I know some things are automatic recounts that they're within a margin, but maybe 
court judges or not. Something very out of my league. This article in the article that they linked to it, because you know how Herald Leader loves having multiple different articles online. Different thing if it was in print. Online, multiple different articles, but the same thing mm-hmm. with slightly different information um, in it. Uh, but the core information is the same. It's just like slightly different words. Yes, or but it's like it's like the way that that information is revealed to you follows a different history of gathering this information. Oh, yeah, but it's the same information. Yes, but it ends up being the same thing, which is really like I gotta say, shakes my faith in the paper. Um, maybe not the, they've been using AI to write. Maybe they've been using lame to write, and <laughs> that's why the the reporting's been so bad recently. <laughs> um, so, um. They thought it was going to be about, they were expecting to pay about 1500 at the max, right? Well, uh, Fate Circuit Clerk Don Blevins Jr., which, holy shit, we'll get to that guy at some point, um, is... Uh, <laughs> There's a lot about him. He said that the recount would take $70,000 to do a recount, which just okay. in Fayette County. What's the, what's the breakdown on that? Um, he said he would need to find anywhere between 40 and 50 election officers to conduct the recount, right? Um, being paid, e- each officer would be paid 25 an hour. And the, it would recount schedule begin January 3rd and could be anywhere from three to five days, right? But then, comma, later down, um, uh, like, this is what I can't figure out. Like, so... <sighs> Carl Devine thinks um, is is his uh, uh, counsel is claiming that they think it's about a hundred thousand dollars because they're projecting a hand recount that would take two days with forty people working six to eight hours, right? Because there's only about seventy two hundred ballots, right? And then he pushed that up to fifteen hundred for some quote wiggle room, right? And then Blevins said that this is like totally not happening, man, because you need a machine recount, right? So in my head, call me wrong, Aaron, but um, I just feel like I'm very confused. I don't understand how a machine recount is six times more expensive than a hand recount, or how it needs more people. This is <laughs> this is like I, I I almost debated not putting this article in because it was so it's like so I feel it's so stupid I feel stupid reading it I'm like how does I, it's very confusing but anyway of course um what's her name Yar can't take the seat until the recount's finished but her term is already ostensibly supposed to be starting very soon because circuit judges come in very quickly after the election mm-hmm. um, well she's got to wait. Yes, and she's <laughs> last article. Uh, um, th- uh, she is. She will be asking Governor Andy Bashir to nominate Yar to the court in- until the matter is settled. Quote so that there is continuity for persons who come before the court after the first of January. Right. Anyways, so that's like I just wanted to give you all a little classico lame piece like that. Like we don't really know what's up with that. Um, also, we don't really know what's up with Don Blevins Jr. either. The guy just fucking quit. Um, a lot of people winning these elections and then quitting. I don't know. It's very confusing. Um, and he claims it's a business thing. I, my money is, of course, as always, on cancer. Um, who knows? 
I don't know. He said it was a family, a family personal matter or something like that. Like I that. thought it was. I thought it was a business thing. I th- heard it was a, some kind of family or personal matter. Okay, well then maybe it is a diet. Maybe my am right. I don't know. It's just so. I don't know. I'm just like, dude. It's so fucked up. I, I, like, um, and I think the window is actually closed. But they were taking applications for people to apply to be nominated to the position, mm-hmm. and I think that passed to everyone that that, to everyone that messaged the podcast discussing the john blevins jr thing don't worry you you did not fall on deaf ears we heard you and we will come back harder better faster stronger so and so and so on this i just had to say it because it would be insane if we didn't if the guy shows up in this article and we didn't i mean we had to we had we have to ignore what the fuck? I mean, the Don Blevins, I think every guy's named Don Blevins should be, um, uh, at the very least, um, sent to a penal colony. Um, <laughs> you those, get sent to, you get sent to that little, they're um, too powerful. Of Kentucky on the Mississippi yes. River. Yes. We have to, we have to do them in, we have to do Don Blevins Jr. and, or Senior Alive. Fuck, man. I don't, I don't, didn't we need to send, uh, whatever. We definitely need to do a little Napoleon moment on Don Blevins Jr. Okay. We, we need to send that guy to a, well, I guess not anymore. He's going. We should have 10 years ago done that. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have Waterlooed him. Um, I feel you know. like, I feel like a simple thing could be done um, to prevent this going forward. Okay. That is um, on the, on the like election um, application. Okay. For when you're applying to become a candidate, you should check if you're for real. Do you plan? Are you? Are you really? Do you have any intention to hold this office? You, you like by by checking this, you have intention to hold this office or something like so, that. I mean, like, like barring any extraneous extraneous circumstances, something which like that, he would you know? of course say though that this is what that is. So nice try, nice try. Anyways, folks, so there's a lot of news that has happened in Lexington. And today I'm going to be talking all about parking Um, because there's a lot of parking news. So we're doing parking next time. We'll talk about some other more serious shit. Um, And uh, parking is very serious. Jenry. I don't, I don't want to hear you talk about how parking is not serious. Don't deny the prestige of this podcast. Aaron, there's a fucking prestige that's going to happen. when We get to the end of this episode. Shut the fuck. God fucking. Okay. Okay. It's going to be good. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Anyway, as I was saying in character, parking's not that important anyway, so we're just going to go ahead and do that for the rest of the episode. Wink. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're going to discuss other topics that have been happening on city council, such as the elections, maybe at a later date. Um, perhaps maybe when those people are sworn into office. Um we will see, right? We anyway. will see them when they get sworn in. Oh, obviously. Um, that's the two-year anniversary of the podcast right there. That um, will be. We'll be having a party. You can come to Al's bar. What? Yeah, do you not know about this? What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I'm done. Why are you plugging Al's bar on my podcast? <laughs> Don't go to fucking Al's <gasps> Aaron. I don't know. This is the first this is venue. Sac- that, this is the first venue that came it's out. It's a of fucking house. sacred space here. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, folks. Uh, we're doing a Phoenix Park watch party at the. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take bets as to who's gonna try to punch the big pendulum at the library. Okay. And 
furthermore, if we can locate David Kluber on that day um, or something, whatever. Shut the God. I'm trying to do serious parking talk right right now. Serious parking talk right now. It's going to cost more to park come January 3rd. And Lexington residents will have to pay to park on weeknights and Saturdays, according to a Friday announcement. Folks, they're doing it. They're coming for your parking spaces. Um, There's not any less of them. Don't be, I mean, come on, man, don't be serious. Um, They're just going to start charging you for the luxury of just dumping your personal vehicle on the Shike Short Street, you know? Um, So that's exciting. I think um, a lot of people are very upset by this, to which I say, get madder. Um, uh, But on the other hand, I will say, we will say, back me up on this, Aaron. We will say. um, uh, Like, car bad. Got to get rid of car. Yeah, car bad. What are you... Come on, guys, be honest. What are you... Not suggesting. I know what we're suggesting. I'm one of the guys suggesting it. What is what is the city council replacing? Right? Um, it, uh, you know, you're okay. You're trying to de incentivize parking. What are you incentivizing? Be real. Like, is the bus going to go there more frequently? Is there going to be more bike lanes? Right? Kind of. Maybe technically, but not really enough. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean. There's a trail. There's the town branch trail that goes downtown, yes, but that's not really a single. Yeah, like you need to the incentive, the kind of level of infrastructure for cars that is built out in the city is so fucking crazy, and nothing even comes near it, right? And until something comes near it, I'm not even that crazy about actually doing a lot of like the de incentivizing in some of this way. And I know it's weird to say, but I'm really like. I don't know. You guys have read that article I've written, right? I'm serious about the whole emergency, like, uh, decarring stuff, the whole, like, emergency bike lane conversions and stuff. I know it's possible. Um, anyways, um, metered parking enforcement times will now be from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday. We still got Sunday off, so don't even complain. Um, <laughs> so here if you paid if you previously paid it uh, 50 cents per hour it's going to be 75 cents per hour a dollar per hour will now be a dollar 50 per hour and a dollar 50 will now be two dollars per hour in those areas or whatever they had a fancy map whatever lex park is also complaining because we had serious losses over the pandemic oh, boo-hoo. shut up your parking dude your, infra- your infrastructure how is infrastructure why are you even this is okay in look look not to sound now i'm sounding pro car over here but i'm like how in the world Infrastructure isn't supposed to be taking, like, in the same understanding, losses. It is money. You put it into things, and you're not expecting a return in the same... Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I, whatever. This is like the this is like the our shitty version of the sales tax, right? Um, whatever. Rate adjustment was due in part to a 6% sales tax added to all parking starting January 1st. Okay. Um, so, the, yeah, it's definitely that. Um, whatever. I think it's fine that the parking has gotten expensive. At the end of the day, if I, if, if, if we, if we, if you want to, if you want to be reductive about it and say, well, lame podcast, you either support the parking if fees increasing or not, then yes, I guess. But shut up. Don't, you're not smart. 
don't think you're getting something over on me. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who that, I don't know who that is addressed at necessarily. Um, is that who I think it is? <laughs> it is. Okay. Well, should I say his name? Well, I mean, I don't know, but he wrote an article about this. If you have written a medium article <laughs> and you're like, and uh, dude, the rock on, there's um, a friend of the show. A friend of the show in a certain way. I've met him once or twice, I think. Um, uh, go off, but at the same time, dude. He says, first, I'll address the personal expenditure concern. I won't lie. I'm informally upset that my parking costs will increase. Dude. But all that means that the program is, is working. <laughs> no, fuck off, man. <laughs> the grandeur. <laughs> Why the, would you? The, welcome to the welcome to the ad hoc rating series. Okay, keep going. The, the greater point that will drive all subsidiary contentions here is that street parking is an inefficient use of urban space. Okay, it leads to increased congestion, unsafe conditions for pedestrians and bikes, higher uh -huh. emissions, and does in fact have a negative economic externality on local business. We are to favor policies that create incentives for walkability in clear streets. Okay, this new Lex policy just does just that. It doesn't. I doesn't. It just. It just makes it more difficult. It just makes you less likely to park, which... Raising parking parking rates and upping... I can't believe the, I'm finding upping, this guy right now. What am I doing? Upping the hours of enforcement might be an expense on the average Lexingtonian, but will over time create the urban environment in which consumers are more likely to store their vehicles in garages, which are denser and more eco-friendly. Oh, my God. <laughs> the goal is to create what? a market... The goal is to create a market where garages are a viable alternative to street parking which they are not in the status quo. What? Are you fucking... You think you think off-street parking is what's going to fix downtown Lexington? I understand. We got nothing but off-street parking. I understand there's a cultural faux pas surrounding building parking garages. Don't build... Um, do not build more parking garages. You fucking... But in urban spaces like I love Lexington, you. they're... I love you. They're undeniably superior to street parking. Okay, man. This this study, and then he likes to <laughs> study... Underlines how parking garages have a higher <laughs> ROI relative to square footage. Shut up, and are man. More sustainable in okay. Long -term All cities. right. Um, the city may not be profiting directly from privately owned garages. <sighs> privately uh, owned garages. Though, though the city may not be profiting from directly from privately owned garages, <laughs> the space cleared up by reducing street parking will yield economic benefits for the city and other actors in the local economy. Dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you? Moreover, a competitive environment will over time lower costs and improve consumer or customer experiences. What are you, you need to ban cars from downtown, man. What are you be fucking real right the now? The city has effectively head to the parking market in Lexington, but supply is low as space is limited. The city hasn't done this is the this is Lex Park. For garages, this is not the city. <laughs> for garages, supply is high, but demand fluctuates greatly based on time of day. Stabilizing those variables will mean less variation in parking prices and better overall product. Dude, are you fucking work? Are you trying to get a job at McKinsey right now, man? We Be real with we me. We want denser housing. Why not denser parking? No, fucking dude. I I can't read that anymore. <sighs> God, I, fucking read that. I really thought it was going to be normal too. I really thought I that was going fucking to fucking read that. This anymore. is this is this is what liberalism does to you, man. We want I gotta denser say. housing. Why not denser, denser parking, park dude? Read my lips, man. No parking. Don't do parking. The street. Okay. Wow. Wow, I thought I thought I was gonna have I thought I was gonna have to eat a little crow here and be like, hmm, he made a good dude. Be fucking real, man. The whole oh my, be fucking. 
denser parking for denser housing. Yes, in my backyard, I'm building a parking garage, a private parking garage. Which we don't have to inspect. But two, two. Dude, that's the other thing. Lexington, Lex Park spent like something like $11 million on fixing their parking structures with lit, which leads me to believe that um, every parking structure is was set to collapse if it got too cold, like um, that one on Mill Street did. Yes, $11 million to date on upgrading garages, mainly for safety reasons. Yeah, the garages need an additional $2.5 million work in coming years. Okay, man, go ahead and tell me that we're that we're that we're stabilizing demand or whatever right now. Go ahead, man. Revenue from daylight from daytime parking is about 20% less than it was in 2019. Um, and then here's some interviews with uh, some uh, restaurant owners that are upset. Whatever. Um, get a you should go into a different business anyways. Um, they're talking about maximum rates and stuff. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever, guys. Um, here's the okay. So I was reading on. The Lexington subreddit. Okay, yeah. The, the you know what do the people have to say about this, dude? Literally, what do the redditors of Lexington have to what say? What are the redditors? I'm not going to call them the people. What do the redditors of Lexington? What are the redditors? Okay, they're which is a certain sample size. Not that okay. Not that I'm not calling redditors not people. I know some fine redditors people that are log people on Reddit. Too. Redditors deserve the same rights as you and me, and I'm not afraid to say it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, keep going. They were talking about how, and I can tell what demographic they're in immediately by what they say. Yes. Because they're complaining about how they're not going to come to downtown anymore. Oh, my God. Stay because, in Stonewall, baby. Yeah. Because, Literally stay in Heartland. All because right? the prices are going to be too high. Yeah, stay in, stay in Masterson Station. Dude, I was reading, I mean, like, uh, uh, like the prices are too high dude what are you fucking talking about it's so expensive to go out to go f- get food anywhere now what do you mean mm-hmm. well and then here, okay also, so there's still so much parking downtown they're, so they're complaining about they're complaining about the price of parking downtown like okay whatever and they're like i don't want to come downtown anymore but like the the issue the issue the lex park which we've been saying this whole time is that lex park is is raising raising these rates but for what they're they're not well, acting yeah. they're not acting in unity with anything. It is not part of some greater state plan. They are raising the rates because, frankly, uh, the money isn't as worth as much as it was anymore. Right? Whatever they have, they they are a like you know Amtrak, for instance, at some level a profit seeking state venture of sorts, state private whatever, blah 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 blah. Right? There is no there is no serious plan to increase because here's the thing about the the whole legacy trail not legacy what is it called the town branch town branch trail the town branch trail is not necessarily increasing sort of arterial access to the downtown and all the places like if you live on winchester or midtown or midland how far does it even go just ends at midland right it ends it it ends in midland so Um, if so if you don't there is as it stands really like if you live in certain parts, especially Southern Lexington, which face it, that's really where the guys are driving in from. Mm-hmm. Um, not a whole lot of really great ways for you to drive into, for you to ride your bike into the downtown, right? How about that? I mean, anything? You know, my dad said. How about you run the buses late? When he was in college, he used to ride his bike down Nicholasville Road. Well, it, your dad's a brave man. Um, <laughs> and. This is the problem. Not everyone is Aaron's dad, comma, a vehicular cyclist. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, 
don't worry, guys. I have more parking stories. Um, if you were worried about losing parking there, well, folks, here's literally the headline. Quote, it's a positive. Lexington to spend $1.5 million on parking for downtown Black Church. It's better to be the best parking lot I've ever seen. It will. Life. It is going to be a parking lot that is basically built of what is left of the Jefferson Bridge. Um, awesome. So, yeah. Um, they're spending a million dollars in COVID relief money with an additional half a million dollars of their own funds on top of it. Um, and on top of the $90,000 they spent in 2018 to construct temporary parking for the church, right? Um, so blah, 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 blah. They, they get into the, the church had a verbal agreement with the former mayor, Scott Basler, Lexington Center Corporation, which oversees Citibank, blah, 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 blah. The city will bid and oversee the project because public money is being used to build the parking. The church has also agreed to allow the public to use the parking on the property when there are no church services. Boom. Folks, you got to park at the church down there. Ooh, but it's so far to walk away. What if I need to go to Jeff Ruby's? Or whatever. Take the Ranch Trail. Dude, literally. Just walk. Man. Or just, I mean, whatever. It's so stupid. Um, So there's, um, yeah. So you get to, the, they, they've resorted the thing. Okay, so we're complaining about parking, right? Let's, there's a lot of, okay, you can go for the basics, right? You can go to YouTube and just type in car bad and get all sorts of the things, right? But this final article on my side, I've picked, because one, it is parking related, obviously, but two, it is, I think, narrowing in on a certain level of the problem with everyone driving a car that I would like to get into that I've been thinking about a lot recently um, and that is the whole automotive police state aspect of it all. Headline. Thank you, Beth Musgrave, by the way, for these articles. Lexington moves forward with expansion of license plate cameras. Why some are opposed, right? Lexington voted Tuesday to buy an additional 75 license plate reader cameras. This is Tuesday a while ago, not this Tuesday. Um, I forget when the article was published. Um, and, uh, yeah, these are, of course, the flock safety cameras, which um, are still officially private locations or whatever. Um, apparently, with the additional 75, they will be making – the police department has agreed to make the camera locations public because they were worried that with the original 25 that it would violate – that it would ruin their data set or whatever if they told people where they are because people would simply avoid that part of the town. Like that's a bad thing. But now there's so many you can't avoid them. Yeah, that's not good. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say here. Um, I mean, no, they don't care. Yes. So basically, it is more and more. If you, not when you drive a car, not only do you have to pay all these extra things, not only you're locked into this whole structure, right? Um, you also now are having um, your your movements, you know. Uh, at the very least logged in track like like logged in all these flock safety cameras right basically if you are driving around in lexington on on any given day your movements will be able to be recorded right um and now who what people do with this information who knows it's the local police so God really willing, good. it's they, only probably only to persecute their ex-wives, right? Yeah. So just simply never date a cop and you're probably safe, right? I'm folks, I'm sure kidding. Right? Folks, I'm kidding. Um Yeah, so we got the gang. David Kloiber, which by the way, woof. We'll talk about that guy later. Steve K, Hannah Agree, 
in Jennifer Reynolds, the four brave council members who voted against this, right? Even though Steve Kay and Cloybury seemed to only vote against it because it was on such a short period of time, which I agree, many more people got elected to the council who were ran on a campaign of being opposed to the flock cameras, right? So, I don't know. Um, we'll see. We will see. Um, Liz Sheehan voted for it, which I was sad to see. But the rest, I'm not. I'm frankly not Liz, surprised. Liz, Liz. Literally, Liz, you're kind of a letdown. Um, but yeah, um, this is actually an interesting from ACLU. Clay Davis, who's part of a local group concerned with government surveillance, said he asked for a comprehensive cert government surveillance policy since 2017. Quote, we have a draft ordinance that the city could use. The city has balked at such a move. No one has taken the steps to push it forward. Davis said more than a dozen cities have such policies. Davis said the city has lots of other surveillance programs, including body-worn cameras and, quote, programs Chief Weathers won't even discuss, unquote. Enhanced interrogation. Dude, that, I mean, of course, you guys know about the uh, Lexington Women's, what is it? What was it? The Lexington women's institute or something i don't i don't even remember you guys should look this up it was like in the i want to fucking say it was like in like the 70s it was part of some intelligence operation or whatever right there were it was a it was it was a uh literally an underground detention center for um like women political prisoners in lexington um there's not that many. There was like an article from some academic journal that I've read about it once. It's crazy shit. Anyway, it was a very long time. Can't remember it. Just wanted to bring it up because I'm like, Ooh, what's up with that? Anyways, so if you're biking and even if you're taking the bus, um, uh, if you're doing the bus right, you're not being tracked, right? Look, do they have surve- do they have surveillance cameras on the bus? Yes. Is any does do you have a convenient uh, six-digit code on your head that is automatically scanned and logged, right? Because, like, I don't know. This is the thing about the flock cameras, right? It'd be one thing if there's just cameras everywhere. There's already cameras everywhere. I'm not crazy about it, but that's how it is, right? These cameras are not actively scanning your license plate and logging it in a database automatically, right? Which means that you can do so much more crazy shit with it without necessarily receiving permission or even unintentionally, right? You are automatic. Your position is automatically being logged in a way that just being filmed on a security camera is not right. There's more information. Yes. Not that, but so like when I go on the bus and there's a security camera, I'm not really worried about it because I am at the end of the day, a, a, a just some nondescript figure, right? The bus isn't like, Oh, generally lame is on the Dude, bus. Literally. I show my damn student ID card. The, Bus drivers do not. They just see that I have a card, you know, and I'm like, here, and I walk away, you know, Um, and I sit on the bus and I get off. That's great. When I bike, there's nothing. There's no, no gods to stop me, right? I don't have a damn license plate on my bike, you know, and um, like, like as someone that's kind of neurotic about like, like the right to privacy and other shit like that, um, or, or, or at the very least, in, um, someone who is maybe not super, like, especially in a semi-public stance because of this podcast, super necessarily pro the continuation of this government. Not that I'm making any, like, not, not that I'm out there, like, planning car bombs or whatever, which, folks, individual terrorism, don't do it. Don't bother with it. Not worth it. Um, 
You only get so many of those acts. Yeah, frankly, and they're not, they never do it. If, if someone comes to you and they're like, man, we need you to like letter bomb this place or whatever in the name of communism, that person is a fed. Don't bother. Or they're being talked into by a fed. Just don't. It, the folks that read your history, no one has ever won a communist revolution by like blowing up a bank as much as you want it to say. You know, as it much might feel good in the moment, it might be like, yeah, we're don't don't just say it. no. Literally, just say no to stochastic <laughs> terrorism. Um, not never has it, folks. It's never worked, and um, that's what the feds don't want you to know. Anyways, it is a um, it's deeply troubling, and um, uh, it, let me say this: I am longtime viewers of the show know my living situation right now. Um, I don't want to get too into it. But I, I am. I will be actively looking for ways to not drive my car for one extra reason. On top of all the other obvious reasons, there is now the bonus layer of I will not have my loca- my locations logged every time I go through them. Could right? you put? Um, could you put that? You know that light that on your license plate that that. Uh, like makes it impossible for cameras to see it. You know, like how like you're just talking about infrared for light. I have no idea. I mean, there's look, there's plenty of shit you can do, but that's not the once again, the whole it, it, trying to find ways to defeat the system in that way. It doesn't solve the problem. It would be a lot easier if there was just mm, some sort of organized political movement mm-hmm. to uh, to sort of just simply. Remove those things. Take a hacksaw and just like cut them down. Or I'm not even suggesting this. I'm just saying spray paint the camera. I'm saying literally just legal. I'm 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 here on the podcast in a public manner, emphasizing a a a a legal mass political movement towards it. That could work too. You know, of course, we're not cutting from the podcast Aaron's suggestions, but nor are we endorsing them. Um, uh, They're simply there in space. They're simply. Folks, there's a long and, tr- and proud tradition of um, defeating security measures, um, quote-unquote security measures. Anyways, that does it for parking. Um, see, I told you it was more serious than it was. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I will I, – I'm ending – what do I say? Yield your time. I yield my – that's so fucking stupid. Why do I say you that? You can change it. Uh, okay, Aaron, you what go. Do you, what do you want it to be? Oh, oh you go? I don't just stop. okay. Well, it's uh, well, well. Please, please stay tuned to Lame for these messages. You're listening to Lame Podcast. The, uh, uh, we're currently in our uh, uh, end of the year membership drive. God no, no, we can't. You can be on the Lame Leadership Council for no. just a hundred dollars a month. No, stop. <laughs> you get to meet Steve Inskeep. Um, for. And for only $5 a month, we'll get you the lame membership card. Yes. Or it's get you discounts to local Lexington businesses. <laughs> what local Lexington business do you think um, we could get? Who would be supportive? Han Wu Ri. Han Wu. That would be sick, actually. <laughs> um, I got, yeah, excl- you have to be based out of that building. You can get a special media album and Han Wu Ri discount. Um Anyways, <laughs> anyways, you can't actually do those things. Those people do not know who we are. Um, please don't mention them to us. I think I think they know that in the vet. 
Well, plus you have to give us five dollars a month. And yes, that's card. true. Yeah, you do have to give us your payment information in this scenario. You should consider putting lame in your will or donating your car. What other donate bullshit? Your car to lame. Donate your car to lame. God, please do not. Actually, yeah, no, that's no. But if your car works, car. Yes, if you have a working vehicle, if it starts <laughs> and runs, and you have a clean title, call me. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not. Okay, no. Yeah, that's right. We should put the, we should, we should, we should find a way for them to pay us money. Because um, we're so consistent with getting episodes out and everything. Yeah, we're so consistent. So and like we're like getting too damn, we, you know, when, we, you know, when we've been for the last four years of this podcast pumping out two, two or th- even three sometimes episodes a week, you come to rely on us. Like your favorite programs, like All Things um, Considered. All- uh, <laughs> Like side A. Yes. Or side B. Like side, or even for some people, the middle section. Um, wow. And the credits. For for uh, $7 a month, Blake Hall can DM you on Twitter about our <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> anyways, what what should we plug? Well, we have a... Yeah, no, say it. Come on. I can't. Come on, babe. We have a... We have a tweet. We have a go, uh, Come on! I can't say it. Two, two, We have a tweet. We have Twitter. We have a proud social media presence on um, uh, the biggest, world's biggest free African owns free speech platform, Twitter dot com. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll make a mastodon or whatever. I guess it's like people. The Twitter, the lame Twitter is mostly if you use the lame Twitter to receive updates when we open the, when we, when we put out a new podcast episode, I'm really sorry. The lame Twitter is just a way it's mostly for me a way to for, browse Twitter. It's a way for Aaron to browse Twitter and, and, and receive DMs. Which I may or may not respond to. This is true. Sometimes, most of the time I don't respond to um, If you message this, if you try to get in contact with this, I, I would like to say a blanket statement of, we're sorry. <laughs> um, it's it, uh, maybe for $7 a month. If you pay me $7, I'll respond to you. Yeah, you'll be in the leadership circle, which means we'll respond to your you'll messages. Be in the communication circle. Yes, the communication circle. Anyways. You can email us at lamepodatprotonmail.com, which I haven't checked. Damn, Aaron. Damn. Um, we'll make like a, should we, make, should we do like a Mastodon type moment? Mastodon? I don't know. I just feel like... I don't know. Does, uh, I'm, I'm open call it here. Do any of you use the Twitter to check if we're putting out an episode? I feel like that would be weird. You would just be well, using your podcasting we app. We haven't posted on the Twitter since September. <sighs> we should... <sighs> I guess we should stop plugging the Twitter then. Well, but that seems like the thing to do, right? Yeah. If there was just a... I guess we plug the email for people to get in contact with us. Well, I mean, they already know how to find us. Here's what we do instead. Okay. You can email us at LamePod. Share the show with your friends. LamePod at ProtonMail.com? fuck. Yeah, LamePod at ProtonMail.com. Tell your friends about it. (gasps) I remember one of our favorite... One of my favorite things that you say. We have stickers. Oh, we do have stickers. We have stickers. For no cost. Zero dollars. Unless you want to pay us. If you want We've been really big on the paying us money bit today. I don't know. I just, I'm just like, like some money. We could really use some cash, folks. Um, <laughs> if you paid us, maybe we'd upload more. <laughs> dude, 
No, honestly, fucking ironically, if I could take off work to work on this podcast, I would. If I could take off work to go to the city council meetings, I would be giving you guys, if, folks, we'll figure out a way for you to give us money. Consider us in your will. We got, we'll, we'll, you're living well. What is the difference? Well, uh, your living, living well, well is what you write when you're younger. What? Yeah, you can have a living will. What does that fucking mean? What does it do? Uh, is it like I for minors? Know. No, it's for adults. So it, what do you... But you can like... I think you can like change it. Because you write it... Yeah, you can always you change your will. Well, yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, look, if, if, you, if you know what a will, a living will is... If you have a will written out and are listening to this podcast... Whoa! What the fuck? What? I, I, oh, I, I'm sorry, Mister. I. Uh, wow. All right. Wow, Anyways, so. yeah. Literally, I don't have a will written out. You guys can have it. My shit. Mm-hmm. If you <laughs> for five dollars a month, you can stake a claim to my possessions in the event of my untimely death. Speaking of untimely deaths, this side is over. Yeah, and now. Side B, folks. You don't you don't get that segue anywhere else. Exactly. What are we talking about, Aaron? What do you got for me? We need to take a pause. Oh, like a like right a, because like, you come back. No, we got to pause. The oh, we're recording. oh we're pausing for real for real. Yeah, I'm supposed to call. Okay, and we're back. And yeah, so we have uh, kind of a shorter side B. We yeah. did take a while on side A, and so I, knock it out of the park, Aaron. Yeah. If it's five minutes, I don't care. All right. What do you got for me? Well, we're talking about, um, there's this place, you may have heard of it. Um, it's called Bernheim uh, Forest. Have you heard of this place? No. Bernheim Arboretum and Research Forest. Where is it? Have you heard of the, the giants, the wood giants? Aaron, come on, be real. Uh, well, okay. Uh, Ber- <laughs> what is it? Okay, Bernheim Arboretum and Research Forest. It's a, it's a nature preserve in, um, in Claremont, Kentucky. Okay. In Bullitt County. Okay. Um, it is how many acres? 16,000 acres. It's an Arboretum Forest Nature Preserve. All right. Um, is founded in, in, in 1929. And nothing's happened to it. End of the, no news and today. Nothing's happened to and it. And nothing bad has happened. And nothing bad is currently happening to it. Um, but there are some proposals that are happening. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, so it is, it is south of Louisville. So it's very popular for Louisvillians to go down there and, uh, hike and, you know, go and learn about nature and, and do things there. Okay. And, um, well, uh, I don't know how to put this, but there is going to be a, there, they, they want to build a gas pipeline through the forest. No fucking be real. This is real. But they're doing a gas pipe. They're doing pipeline shit. They're doing pipeline shit. How did this keep? What year is it? Is it fucking 2015 again? I mean, what the fuck? All right, okay. They want to. Yeah, they who wanna, is who is one, who is building the pipeline? Well, it is 2015. It's the same. It's the same pipeline from 2015. It's LG&E. No, this has oh. been going on for seven <sighs> years. Louisville Gas and Electric is like, we got to build the pipeline here. Mm-hmm. Connecting what the fucking what? They're going to connect gas to Jim Beam. G- going. Jim Bean needs a direct, like, liquefied natural gas pipeline? Yes. What the fuck, Aaron? What? 
You're a distillery. What do you fucking need that they shit They want to for? expand operations at their flagship site in Claremont, but didn't want to pay for a new gas pipeline. So... Wait, makers of Jim Beam asked to supply additional natural gas. LG&E received the initial approval. They didn't want to. They didn't. Oh, they didn't want to pay for a new gas pipeline. Okay. Um, so I guess they're just getting it through public land. What the fuck? How do you? Well, I guess. Well, Bernheim is technically private, but I, I, um, oh, I don't want to pay for my gas pipeline, so I'm just going to ask Louisville Gas and Electric very nicely for it. Please, please build a new pipeline. And please just do it for me. Mm-hmm. It's helping my business. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> absolutely insane. I, yeah. So I need it for my business, my my pipeline. Jim and then Jim Beam too. So I'm, 2015. I'm Mr. Jim Beam, um, and I need gas. lg received the initial gas. approval from the utility regulators in 2017 to build a 12-inch-wide natural gas pipeline to su- supplement the capacity in northern Bullitt County. The proposed okay. path of an 11.84-mile pipeline crosses forest, farm field, farm fields, residential backyards, and about three-quarters of a mile through Bernheim Cedar Grove <sighs> Wildlife Corridor, according to the Stormwater Pollution Prevention Plan compiled by Car- Cardno, not Cardano, Cardno, okay. LG&E's <laughs> consultant. Why the fuck? Dude, if you need to build a pipeline, right? Mm-hmm. That's never one, never a good sign, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing a pipeline, okay? And it's like, okay, I don't it's too dangerous to build by the existing infrastructure, right? Because theoretically, if you needed to run like some copper cable, right? You could just run it along the streets or whatever. But oh no, when you need to run a giant ass pipeline, all of a sudden it's got to go th- whatever, man. This is so weird. Algini is there like a is there like a push to stop this? Uh, well, we're gonna get to okay. It. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Algini plans to install the pipeline using horizontal drilling and a track mounted backhoe digging trenches at least three feet deep. The proposed right of way. Okay, for the so it's buried. Is is fifty feet wide, but construction crews plan to clear and mow as much as one hundred fifty feet, depending oh. on the area. What the According fuck? to stormwater pollution prevention plan. In total, the report estimates crews will clear about thirty-eight acres of forested habitat to install the new pipeline. <sighs> The proposed pipeline path crosses six major waterways, including Cox Creek and Cedar Creek, nine wetlands, and several sinkholes. Through oh. the through the report, the, the report notes that a detailed survey of sinkholes in the area was not completed. After the pipe is installed, the crews will backfill the soil and plant it with a seed mix. They'll also seed wetlands in areas that include at least nine of the remaining populations of federally threatened Kentucky Glade Cress with the native mix. I might be more open to this if it was if, if it was like an actual industry that actually needed natural gas and not fucking bourbon the, the bourbon jim bean needs norna dude you don't do, okay be real man do you actually need natural gas for your pro are you like a british nuclear power plant do you need do you need well, that they, shit no, but they need to expand their business so they can get the power from elsewhere what the fuck am, am i is there something about can bourbon they, distilling that i don't understand can they uh, they can install solar panels can they install There's like other, a wind farm just do what everyone Coal. else does and just let the electric bill go up girl like what are you talking about i mean <laughs> are, more capacity. Are, they, are they fucking opening a bitcoin miner at the dam <laughs> this is like i in 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 Jim Bean's not paying for this. The people are paying for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I'm not thing. here. Okay, by, no, you, do yeah. your thing. Do your by, thing. By by doing this, okay, LG is is paying for this. Okay, by raising everyone else's rates. Shut. No, be fucking real. I'm being real. Why? 
I mean, okay, like, I don't want to sound all like, I'm not one of those anti-growth guys. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like that, but I'm not like really deep into it or whatever. If it, it And it might be one thing if this was the, you know, Goss plan telling us like, you know, we're boosting this industry and we're running this thing or whatever. But it's like, it's like a Mr. Bean, if, if we can call Jim that, um, the company, um, is like, I just simply need more liquid natural gas, or it's probably not liquid, just natural gas, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, But I don't want to pay for it. And I don't want to pay for it. And you're going to run me a new pipeline and it's going to just, you're going to just like, just dig up all this shit, which would be fine if it was something real like that aluminum mill. If they're building an aluminum mill in Bullet County, I'm like, go for it, guys. Oh, so that's, that's where the aluminum mill went. Dude, literally, that's where they moved the, the Guys, you're just looking in the wrong place. It's been there. Come on. Um, I don't know. It's just like so, like, it just feels like the, some, like, like the least useful thing. Do you know what I mean? It just feels useless. As a result of, of it, making this useless. Pipeline. And also like a classic, like not to get a little too Bernie Sanders type, which I don't try to do a little bit, a little bit of corporate socialism, corporate um, socialism. Well, you know, this corporate, this corporate socialism, they're going to be uh, raising rates. I, 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 just I give it, Aaron. Yeah, I'm just gonna stop. I'm proud of you, but yeah, they're they're gonna be raising your rates. Um, and uh, if you've noticed high utility bills recently, uh, if you if if you are a Louisville, Louisville Gas and Electric customer and Kentucky Utilities, shut up. Wait, the no. same company. Well, yeah, I didn't know if we were. Yeah, across the whole. Uh, well, I know they're the same, but I was. You're telling me you and me uh, are paying for this damn pipeline? Yes. Well, they will be when they <laughs> when they when they do it. Okay. Um, okay, the report counted as many as eight threatened or endangered species in the vicinity of the project area, <laughs> including in, including glade Some crest and Indiana, kind of impressive <laughs> Indiana and northern long-eared bats. Considering it's only like twelve miles too, that's like impressive. Yeah, you can't L- just get that. LG anyway. plans to make a contribution to the state's imperiled bat conservation fund oh, to, make shut the, the fuck. to make up the loss of bat habitat. You're like paying for your like a att- like your enemy's attorney's fees. What are you fucking doing, man? Potential sources of pollution during construction include fertilizer, sediment, concrete, washout fluid, hydraulic hydraulic oil fluids, uh, gasoline, and diesel fuel. And digging the whole damn thing up. I mean, what is so fucking all right. Um, Collins, uh, Collins with LG&E said any potential environmental damage has caused during construction of the pipeline will be addressed as part of the permitted process, permitting process, which includes state and federal standards. In addition, quote, in addition, as part of its uh, planning work on this project and others, LG&E takes measures to minimize various types of potential impacts. Okay. Collins said in an email statement, quote, efforts on this uh, project include routing the proposed natural gas transmission line parallel to existing utility easements where possible. Okay. Avoiding critical where Kentucky possible. Glade Crest habitat. Okay. And using appropriate construction practices to protect streams when working in close proximity or crossing them. Barry okay. with Burnham Forest that? said that even with the close with those measures there'd be a number of temporary and lasting impacts to habitat and water quality. Which you know, they they get into that. Um Burnheim or Forest of course is opposed to this. But yeah. they can't be super opposed to this. Oh. Because what's up on the board of trustees? Shut up! Is a somebody is somebody from Jim Beam? No. Yes, Mr. Beam. Mr. Beam himself. Beam or Bean? Beam. 
Beam? Beam. I, like a, like what? a support beam. Why did I always think it was the other way around? I don't know what to tell you. Well, folks, that's... Uh, the outed do not drink that kind of bourbon. Um, I guess is the case on that, Jim. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's beam, huh? It's not bean. Anyway, Aaron, whatever. Yeah, Mister Beam. What, Mister Beam? So I they've got. I mean, that. so they've got a they've got a beam member on the board. Okay. In on, on Bernheim, so they can't be super critical of the pipeline. They can't go that hard on it. There's a petition going around, which we'll link in the show notes. Okay. And there's a bunch of people going around trying to um pack the court okay on they're um, packing what court on january 10th let me see if i can pull this up on january 10th there's going to be a um there's going to be a hearing in bullock county courthouse okay and they're going to be talking about uh this this pipeline um, okay. And it's going to be at 9 a.m. Okay. And they're trying to get as many people as possible to like show up and be there. To um, demand what? To demand the the idea. Are they are they saying no pipeline at all? What no are they pipeline saying? at all. Okay. Um. So the idea is is to be there. I am I am viewing this action as like a very like it's a very symbolic move. Um, because, because they're just, you can say that about most things on this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they want to, they want to sit in the courthouse and um, like, like in the gallery. The okay. Um, and do what? Get kicked out? They just want to be there. They just want to be there. And just to show, you know, just to show the judges, the that, judges that people care. That yeah. People care. All right. Okay. And demonstrate. Yeah. That there is an interest. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I I would prefer them to do some more action. Well, who knows? This is, we'll see what happens when things move along. People are going to get real into pipeline fights, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if we got to chain ourselves to trees, yeah. we got to chain ourselves to trees, but it's not coming to that yet. Yeah, and I'm not, I don't know. Maybe I'm not as much of a environmentalist as you, Aaron, because I'm really, like... I'm like, they shouldn't do this, but this is not what I'm... I'm not willing to go out guns a-blazing on the Jim Beam uh, no. pipeline. Well, there's... Okay, there's this... There's a, a lot of endangered species. There's an endangered species of snail called the buff, Bluff Vertigo snail. Never fucking mind. Um, <laughs> me and this snail are going to ride till we fucking die. All right. <laughs> this snail is really, really tiny. It's like... Baby snail. It's like it's like probably the size Folks, of... Folks, like, Aaron, Aaron is using a visual... Aaron just turned my mic. <laughs> Jesus. Aaron, what the it's fuck like, did you do? It's probably like the size. What okay. are you? Okay. Aaron is using visual aids once again. It is the size of the dot, the eye, the dot on the eye on um, professional on that film. It is about, I would say about maybe for those of, for those of you printers at home, <laughs> um it is probably close to maybe uh, literally like one or two point um in size why is it so small it's a snail mm-hmm. i don't i'm kind of calling bullshit it's a look at a buff vertigo snail okay folks do that at home so aaron can stop pulling physical visual aids mm-hmm. um 
out on this. Uh, it's, it's endangered. Something it's, endangered folks, it's endangered. We cannot let this snail go. I may not be able to see it with my own eyes, but. Apparently you can't. Well, maybe it was magnifying glass. I have a jewel. Yeah, I have a jeweler's loop somewhere. We can make wow. this happen. Um, so, yeah, there's there's some things going on there um, in, in Bernheim. The Bluff Vertigo Snail, I, I actually copy-pasted this, okay. is a rare land snail found in a small number of sites in southeastern Minnesota, northeastern Iowa, central Missouri, and recently Illinois and Kentucky. Okay. This taxon was more widespread during the Wisconsin glacial period 12,000 years ago. Okay. But now it survived only as a small relic in populations of very specific habitat requirements. Mm. And Minnesota is known to occur in only six sites, and all known sites are small and or confined to narrow portions of re- relic relict sites, and a few of the sites are protected. Okay. The rarity of this species led to its classification as a threatened species in Minnesota in 1996. Okay. <coughs> so. Well, never mind, guys. Save the damn sma- the the world's smallest snail. Well, I, don't, um, I wouldn't say it's the world's smallest snail, but it is a small snail. Save the world's smallest snail known to Jenry, host of the Lame Podcast. Um, and uh, yeah. There's a petition. I mean, if you're the petition signing type, you can sign it. Yeah, but don't, I mean... There's 10,000 signatures. Here's the thing. I would sign more petitions if it didn't sign me up for fucking emails, guys. Stop well, sending off, me shit. You can shit. turn off the emails on this one. You don't get the emails. Right okay, now. well, that's good. Because yeah. I'm really... I'm in, I'm big into signing signature. I'm like big into just being like, yeah, in person. Here's my name. I don't yeah. care about Look, the man. Okay, cool. I'm giving you my signature. I'm with it. Do not email me. So yeah, that was that was what I had to say about Bernheim. Probably more will come. There's okay, a, a, a sit-in, folks. Sit-in. They're running a pipe. They are running a pipeline through Bergheim. We have to. <laughs> they're running a. <laughs> Stop it! Don't yeah. even try. Don't even try it. They're running a pipeline through Bernheim. Don't do it, Aaron. Aaron, you're too. <laughs> yeah, they're running a. I'm not doing. They're running a pipeline through Bernheim. Uh, what What are you going to do, you listener? Damn. Um. They're gonna they're gonna donate their car to Lame Pod, and if and, <laughs> and if and if they and if they don't do anything, okay, your your power rates will go up. And if you do do anything, that's actually yeah, we should do okay. If you're an environmentalist, the snail. If you're like a like a right winger, they're gonna they're, your 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 energy bill is gonna go up. And also, I mean, like the bourbon man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, just like, honestly, just, just fuck the government, um, you know, so why not get out there and get happy about it? Um, because if they build this, they will surely come through and then build more, what, what's another boogeyman from this episode? Uh, parking. Yeah, I was saying more parking garages. Um, dense park. They're going to densify the parking. Anyway. Underground parking would be cool. They have that in Lexington. I'm not interested in it. Mm. You still, because here's the problem, Aaron. Here's the problem. <laughs> you have to fucking drive the car downtown still. That's you, true. Well, it, what if we your ass is still sitting on Vine what Street? What if you had underground bike parking? Mm, okay. Why is why can't we put it on the surface? Because there's so many on the surface, so you can't fit them all on the street. That's a problem. We'll, well that's a bridge we'll cross when we get to it, Aaron. How about yeah. that? All right, let's we'll get to it. Okay. Um, Everyone's biking in from New Circle. Oh, yes. Um, which is now one big, really stupid bike trail. Um, oh, you know what I just thought of? Okay, the end of the episode? That, too. But okay. also, <laughs> uh, instead of rails to trails, interstates to trails. 
how about in, uh, how about interstates to rails? Oh, that's even better. Interstates to rails to trails. No. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Um, and with that, it's happened again. Yeah, it has. <laughs> You've wasted another perfectly good hour listening to Lame. Our esteemed executive producer is Charlie Carey. Our stickers, buttons, and graphics are designed by Claire Thompson from Claire yeah, what's Thompson. What's up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on email. Uh, what's uh, Lex Lame? Lex at the Lame Pod. Lame Pod. ProtonMail.com. And also online at LamePod.com. And online at LamePod.com. Because let me say this if you're still listening to us on Spotify, get real, man. Get an RSS feeder. I know some Spotify listeners. Oh, I'm sure. I know people oh, buddy, listen to I'm sure. I think I know some people in that very cast of characters that you just read that listen to this damn thing on Spotify. <laughs> um, get with it, guys. Come on. Be real. Don't pay for Spotify. I know everyone in their mom pays for Spotify. I don't. I'm a proud outsider. Um, I listen to the radio. Your Spotify wrapped next year should be that you saved $120. Shut up. That's how much you pay for a year? $10. $10 a month. People will pay $10 to Spotify and yet not even give their car to me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if you're, if you're paying $10 a month for Spotify oh. and all you do is listen to Lame... You should give that money to us. Frankly. get a podcast app. Get, how about you buy, if you were to listen to Lame for the next 10 years and, be, and, and pay Spotify to do it, and assuming they never jacked their rates, that's uh, $1,200, which could get you possibly, if you know a guy, a running vehicle to donate to us. <laughs> um, so consider that, listener. What if they started donating like other internal combustion engines, like lawnmowers? Mm, small, small engine, small engine. Yeah, parts. small engines. Airplanes. Um, Actually, I don't want your fucking airplane. Frankly, that's you're trying to. If if you give me a Cessna, you're trying to kill me. If you have a Mig, any kind of a, a any a, kind of boat, you guys got boats. I'm, hey, I'm looking for kayaks or canoes. Or submarines. Um, all right, I don't know. If you are in possession of Soviet nuclear submarines. If you are in possession of a nuclear briefcase, holy shit, hit me up. Um, <laughs> to donate. I'm not paying anything for it. Um, and even though. And I have no intention to use it. Um, and, yes. even, and even though uh, the city of Lexington proposes to build parking garages all over Lame Studio, 10 stories tall, Uh huh. every time they hear us say it. This is Lame.